0: Right.
1: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
0: This episode of the Swirl Sweet is sponsored by True Brands' host, Wine Freeze Cooling Cups. So it is not winter yet. We have a long way to go. It's still pretty hot. You can still chill by the pool at the park. At a concert with your wine freeze cooling cups let me tell you how it works so the host proprietary cooling gel is precisely engineered to keep your beverages perfectly cold for hours so this is what you do if you're drinking white wine at the park outside wherever you freeze your cooling cups for two hours in the freezer and they come out nice and cold and frosty and you stick them in your cooler and then you pour your white wine in it and it's going to keep your wine at a really nice cold temperature for a couple hours so if you're drinking red wine you can chill your cooling cups in the refrigerator for two hours and you can still drink your reds at a proper cellar temperature how amazing is that These Host Cooling Cups are so cool. They come in colors. They have like a little rubber band around them. So not even the warmth from your hand is going to warm your glass. That's amazing. So you can find True Brands Wine Freeze Cooling Cups pretty much everywhere. You can find them at Target. You can find them at Total Wine or Amazon. And you can order them from the True Brands website at TrueBrands.com. Cheers welcome to the swell suite everybody happy wine wednesday it's me and tanisha today how are you tanisha i'm
2: good how are you
0: i'm doing pretty good the weather has changed here in dc and it's starting to feel like fall already so it's it's gorgeous here
2: okay not here it was 91 today
0: oh i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah, i don't know what that's about <laughs> so we have a special guest today she is a texan wait do you consider yourself a texan or are you from chicago
1: I definitely consider myself a Texan now. I am from Chicagoland originally, but <laughs> hey, Chicago. I've been there since '08. <laughs> okay.
0: Tanisha is also from Chicago.
1: Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Southside? Oh, <laughs> it,
2: it slips out from time to time. Like, I'm very
1: specific. When I meet people, I'm like, I'm from Chicagoland because I grew up in South Holland. <laughs> okay.
2: I know South Holland very
1: well. Yeah. <laughs> We're <laughs> old- you know, I don't want to um, intrude on the urban nights, the real urban nights. Because
2: so. <laughs> I'm somebody that will call you out. i am be like, oh, okay, well, where about right. <laughs> uh, Harvey? And I'm like, nope.
0: Nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, Krista, we met at the My Taught You Retreat. Yes, ma'am. Aww. And Yeah, we did. We met at the retreat. Um, uh, I sat next to her at the opening dinner. Yeah. Um, in the water. It was beautiful. You were so nice. So it was awesome to uh, talk to you at dinner. And I thought you had great energy. Then I started following you on social media and I saw your business. So please introduce yourself and tell everybody what you do.
1: Okay. So I am a project manager. I'm a blurred, I'm a career woman, a wife. I like wine, love cocktails. <laughs> organization cubicles to cocktails back in 2018 i came up with the idea in 2017 actually and essentially what i do i help to i help women um, ambitious working women to meet their career and life goals by crafting leadership conversations over cocktails and through that uh, i've been i think at this point, like, you know, i posted seven, what I like to call soirees. So it's very much an experience, an intimate experience, a safe space for women, um, particularly focusing on the issues that women of color um, have while we're trying to meet our career goals, for us to get together and really help each other out and to connect with one another while enjoying libations. (laughs) And... Like, just kind of like this more happy hour type vibe. Um, so that's basically what I do. Um, during the day, though, I'm like I mentioned, I am a project manager. I'm actually working at uh, academic health, um, academic healthcare environment right now for a medical school, one of the nation's top 10 medical schools, doing curriculum development-based projects for them. So it's been a lot of fun actually being able to bring my professional background into what I'm doing as an entrepreneur because you know like like this podcast I'm sure you guys plan out what objectives and things you want for your listeners to take away so I'm able to do that with my organization Cubicles of Cocktails really to plan and know how to effectively deliver content
0: Mm. Mm -hmm. what what um what motivated you to start Cubicles of Cocktails
1: I found myself not having access to conversations that I felt I needed to move forward in the workplace. You know, um, being a woman, and then especially being a Black woman, and I know people try to ask you, well, do you think it's because you're Black or do you think it's because you're a woman that you're experiencing this? And I'm just like, you can't separate that, you know? Like, right. I can't separate out this is because of my Blackness and whatnot. But <laughs> I know being a, um, uh, being a Black woman in a conservative setting conservative professional setting in healthcare, which is a very male um, dominated world. Um, Though, you know, nurses and providers like that or clinicians like that is female dominated, but the people who have the power, those are particularly, you know, white men. And so like just learning how to navigate those politics as a black woman, I needed help. And where I found my help wasn't at the leadership development classes for h r It was over cocktails and dinner or during lunch uh, with a mocktail. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, with like you know my mentor or with my husband with my closest friends, and it was during those conversations that we really will help each other. Um, navigate like salary negotiations, help each other navigate the latest political landmine that's going on in the department, and things like that. And so I realized, huh, cubicles to cocktails. It just makes sense. Like, this is like when the most transparent happy hour is typically the most, the time where the most transparent conversations come out yeah. amongst your friend group. And I just wanted to bring that type of vibe, that type of experience to a larger setting to really connect other women of color together so that we could grow with one another, connect with one another, level up with one another, et cetera. So that was the motivation was just, you know, wanting to have the conversations that I knew I needed and knowing that I'm not alone in this. So let's do it as a community.
0: That's awesome. Um, are there some topics that you touch on well, you've been doing this since since last year, 2018 or 2017? So I came up
1: with the idea in 2017. Okay. I sat on it for a while. Okay. <laughs> I wanna say I like I claimed the domains and everything in like August of 2017. And the first soiree that I hosted was February
0: 2018. Oh, okay, nice. Mm-hmm.
1: And the different types of topics that I have talked about or um or deliver some type of workshop content because we not only do panel conversations, I don't even like to call it panel conversations. I typically call them like open forums because it's very engaging. Like it's a lot of back and forth between attendees and what I like to call like you know our business experts. Um or we do workshops. And so since launching we've hosted uh authentic leadership workshop that really focus on what how, how how to be a black woman and how to really engage with your co-workers and your team members so that you can build trust because a lot of times you, you know you may not have that much in common and the research shows that black women we feel that we can't be ourselves and we have like this this um, ideology of wanting to say that you're not gonna you go to work and you and you don't connect because they're not your friends they're your co-workers but that's actually really harmful for your career mm. and so and how, how it's harmful is because if you if you're not making those personable connections like your work is going to speak for itself to an extent but once you start to make those personal connections that's when people are going to really start to vouch for you behind closed doors so that's how you're going to be able to move your career forward so we had an authentic leadership workshop we also had a conversation about purpose-filled careers. So how do you align your career to your purpose? And not even in the sense of that you have to do that, because you may not be 100% fulfilled with what you're doing as a working woman. But mm-hmm. how, if you if you do want that to be your, your main time, how do you really do that? And another um, fun conversation that we had is money talks, which is actually something that I'm doing again this year. Um so money talks is all about empowering women financially, um, helping us to dismantle the taboo of discussing money, mm. and also not only having that shedding that layer of discomfort, but also helping to move us forward as far as learning tools and knowledge so that we could better sell or negotiate, or in the case of business owners, financial negotiations. Um this year we're focusing on building wealth. So we're learning about home ownership. We're learning about investing. We're learning about how to build sustainable and scalable businesses.
0: Those are some really important (laughs) conversations to have. Yeah, I'm like, oh, seriously. I mean, because I'm going through something like professionally where, uh, for lack of a better word, um, there's a lot of office politics, a lot of office politics, and I'm not on the right side.
2: Mm-hmm. and
0: you know where in my last position the office politics they they leaned in my direction but i'm experiencing the opposite of that where i am now um but uh anyway uh
1: <laughs> no, i like, i totally relate to that um like you know on a personal uh like just a little bit more to my backstory.
0: chris to say that um that last part of my previous one
1: more time jobs Oh, okay. Just to dive a little bit deeper into my backstory, um, as far as my career in a previous environment that I was in, it was a very toxic workplace for me. I was never on it. it I was never on the right side of politics, mm-hmm. no matter how hard I tried. And it wasn't that, um, you know, I was actively messing up or anything. It's just that the the environment was just that backwards. And so I found myself, Talking on my, my mentor often, um, really, once again, my girlfriends over cocktails or wine. <laughs> we were not <laughs> Um, You know, having conversations about what was going on and trying to figure out how can I best navigate this. I remember um, actually getting, um, getting a, a, a small raise that was, like, very disappointing um, when I got promoted. And when I talked to my boss about it, she was just kind of like, well, you don't have to take the promotion and it's just like you know like why would you say that <laughs> like, why would you say that to your hardworking employee um like so anyway so you know long story short like by the time I left that place it was just so much toxicity built up in me that I was having panic attacks in the office
0: it's almost attacks- like it's almost like she was saying why do you deserve a bigger race
1: right yeah. right girl but the race is like it wasn't even covering inflation. then Mm.
0: <laughs>
1: like, wow. really but anyway, so I, I totally like you know it's just something like, a lot of a lot of women experience toxic workplaces, and it's just something that you know we got to work through and and it's like you're not going to learn the politics from like your coworkers. You're gonna have to like look outside of the workplace to best learn how to navigate it.
0: Mm. That's excellent. And you hold your events in different cities in Texas.
1: So this is actually the first time that I am branching outside of Houston. Okay. So my events have always been in Houston. The, now I'm exploring inside of different Texas
0: mm. cities.
1: So okay. the Money Talks tour is actually, we just had our kickoff in Houston last Thursday. And we're going to be doing it in Austin in mid-September. And then early October, we're going to Dallas. Nice. So, you know, I'm getting my feet wet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. I definitely want to um, expand and do pop ups and other large scale events in other cities. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, right now, I'm, like balancing this nine to five and that, you know, people, people, events are very demanding.
0: People don't really realize mm-hmm. that. Girl, <laughs> they, no, they no, really they are.
1: Just, I slept all week. I
0: realized. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, if you had to pick another state to have your events in, mm. what state would it be, or I'm city? Like,
1: that's so hard. <laughs> I'm like, do I have to like pick just one?
0: No, name off a few. Okay,
1: so, like, I would say like some cities that I would love to host one of the cubicles to cocktails um, sorry in is Los Angeles, mm. Atlanta, D.C. Chicago, New York. I'm like all these major cities. Major
0: cities, yeah.
1: Like I'm like just so. I used to live in DC. I lived in DC very briefly. Um, I'm from Chicago land. New York is just always fun and popping, you know. Like sure. I just I have so many connections in New York now, mm-hmm. especially since the retreat. I feel like everybody from the retreat is like LA, New York, or yeah. Atlanta. <laughs> yeah,
0: true. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and you you know you can't rule out Atlanta. I love Atlanta. I yeah, love visiting dude. that city. And then my sister was in Los Angeles. So that's like, you know, uh, a
0: good
1: soldier on the ground to help me. So yeah, so those are kind of like some of the cities that I've been eyeing that some people have actually been reaching out to me on a, like multiple occasions, like back to back, girl, come on, I'm going to help you. <laughs> I'm not here. I'm like, okay, it's coming. Just be patient.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So how do you go about choosing the cocktails for your different events? I've seen some of the photos and they're absolutely beautiful.
1: Right. Thank you. Thank you. So when I first started, when I first started hosting um, these events, I actually was just picking it based off of, you know, thinking about the season, thinking about the mood board even, and like the color scheme. I just like really pretty looking drinks. And the garnish game has to be strong. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it has to have a beautiful garnish, like just some type of experience. I'm a I'm a glass snob too,
0: uh. so
1: I I pay attention to like what type of glassware we're gonna be sipping out of. And so yeah, it was a lot of like you know just my own desires and what I wanted to experiment with some of my favorite flavor profiles. I remember um, the second event event I hosted. I made a, realized I made a very strong cocktail, but I wanted the women to like actually realize that gin based drinks are delicious. And so we did a, a, a my twist on the aviation cocktail, which is a classic gin cocktail and people love it.
0: What's and in that? I don't think I've had that before. So
1: um, aviation is like maraschino cherry. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a, some lemon juice you have creme de violet hmm. and then you have gin. Um. So it's not like marochino, so we don't put any marochino in it. <laughs> yeah, we didn't put any marochino in it. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's the aviation cocktail. So we did that. But you know, now as, as I've been experiencing the, the growth, I'm often um, partnering with whether or not it's a boutique brand, a small batch craft.
0: Mm. brand
1: or even um, portfolio companies like Bernard Ricard, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm partnering with them. And so how I select cocktails when I'm working with these larger um, or these established liquor or spirits companies is that we once again we look at the season, we look at the mood for the event, but then I'm a little bit more restricted, but I'm I've never been disappointed, but I'm a little bit more restricted based off of what spirits they may be pushing at the time and what cocktails they may be wanting to best reflect and represent their brand. Mm
0: -hmm. Tanisha, you're a gin, uh, you're a gin snob. Slightly, yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, I have stepped my gin game up from back in the day when it started out with that good old Seagram's. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, God. God.
2: <laughs> oh, man, Seagram's was like, woo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you know, you in
1: college, you don't know any better. Right, right. Exactly. That was my experience with Seagram's
0: too, girl. No judgment. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tanisha, do you have like a, um? what's the best gin cocktail that you've ever had?
2: Well, you know, I like a, a Southside. That's my cocktail. That's what really got me into, like, loving gin and really being a part of, um, like, really getting into gin was the Southside cocktail.
0: And for those also, who don't know, what, what is that?
2: Oh, so, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that probably would help if you have the um, ingredients. Um, it's mint, lime juice, and uh, gin. And then with a little simple syrup.
0: Yeah, I That's had one for the, the first time this summer. Cocktail. It was very good. Mm-hmm. So Krista, are you into wine at all?
1: I am. Yeah. I like to I, I'm a self declared <laughs> wine enthusiast <Okay. laughs> and cocktail connoisseur. Gotcha. I understand. That's really how I describe myself. But no, I love wine. Um
0: yeah.
1: actually it's like so funny because we we just have so much wine in the house. <laughs> well and, uh, so much wine in the house that's a good like, problem to have right right right. until so, like because see the thing for me i drink so i drink a lot of different types of wine and i know i'm um, you know in talking with you and julia at the retreat even i was just mentioning how i want to become a little bit more intentional about really learning about what i'm sipping on because i i fit right now i just fit my my wines to really fit my mood and sometimes okay. my food, but it's really like based off of my mood. So for instance, if I'm if I'm outside right well, lately I've been gravitating towards a lot of rosés, like mm-hmm. um, especially when it's like the rose where it's like the Pinot Noir or um uh rose, things like that. Just yeah. really experimenting in that um in that category, but if I'm like outside on a sunny day at the pool, it's rosé. If I'm outside um, with some slight cloud coverage and, you know, I'm just kind of relaxing and I want to feel refreshed, Sauvignon Blanc. Um, mm-hmm. If I'm at home and I'm getting cozy with a book, it's definitely a glass of like Bordeaux or Cabernet Sauvignon. Got so it. it's definitely like, for me, wine is just such like a, um, a energy exchange, <laughs> if you will. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so it has to go with my mood for sure. So that's like why it's, it's good that I have all these bottles, but then when I'm like, <laughs> in this particular mood, I will like pull out like all 20, 30 plus bottles and just not have what I want. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it happens. Yes. <laughs> does your husband drink with you?
1: He does. He, okay. um, he's more of a, um, more of a beer. Okay. Guy. I mean, he yeah. definitely drinks wine and appreciates it too. Um, yeah. we're actually, uh, we're going to Napa next week. Oh, nice. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, But I think he gravitates towards beer before he would gravitate towards wine. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. So we're coming to the part of our show. We asked you random and not so rapid questions. So these are for both of you because these are all new. I haven't asked anybody these. So, Tanisha, you're answering these two. Okay.
2: We'll see about that. (laughs) Okay.
0: first question you are a block away from your house and you realize you have no jewelry on what do you do do you go back home do you buy some while you're out or you say eff it and just deal with it
2: oh i'm going with it we're not having no jewelry i'm not going back home
1: (laughs) (laughs) and you said a block
2: away i could be downstairs like i'm not going back
0: i'm going home I go home. hmm Um, I'm at and I came up with this question because this literally happened to me and I wasn't driving. I was three blocks away at the train station. I had no jewelry on. I was like, oh no. Oh, I bought some. I bought some. Luckily, I was in an area where there was a Marshall's and mm-hmm. I, I bought some earrings and a bracelet. It was killing me. It was it, killing yes. Me. It's like
1: it's painful. It's yes. I feel so naked without yeah, my exactly. <laughs>
0: Okay, name the last thing you had to hire someone to do for you.
1: My marketing campaign for Money Talks and my PR campaign for Money Talks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I like it. I Uh,
2: I don't have anything. What am I hiring somebody to do? Carry my bags at the airport? I mean, is that a real hire?
1: I, well, I, sure.
2: money? <laughs> <laughs> I mean i gave him a tip <laughs> that's so much it's not an official hire okay but yeah i, I really know I, I am i won't say i'm self-sufficient but um i hold on to things rather tightly so mm. there hasn't been anything recently um that i have let go of to let someone else do
0: okay that makes sense um for me it was fishing, fixing my damn washing machine oh. it it sounds so small oh, but YouTube it's really annoying huh that's it
2: all the youtube videos those nah
0: nah mm-mm. <laughs> nah mm-mm. not for fixing a big appliance like that nah okay next question last tv show you enjoyed
2: like on TV or like series, like maybe it like doesn't
0: matter. Movies. It doesn't matter. The last one you, not the last one you watched, but the last one you actually enjoyed.
2: Um, I've enjoyed everything that I've watched. Recently.
0: <laughs> what was the last show you watched, girl?
2: I watched La Chicas del Cabo. Um, so cable girls. It's on Netflix. It's about four women that started working for the telephone company.
0: Oh, I like heard about 1920s that.
2: 1920s of uh, Madrid. It's very
1: good. I really Is like. it? Yes.
0: Okay. I heard that was very good. Krista. Yeah, what about out. you?
1: Girl, well, power just came back on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I enjoy that show, but it gets my blood pressure up. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say one that I just, like, just flat out enjoyed and it just felt so leisurely is the Black Lady Stat show.
0: Okay. Oh, my yeah. gosh.
1: It's, like, hilarious. It's, yeah. it's, like, the most enjoyable, fun on TV right now for me.
0: Yeah. Um, I have to say the last show I enjoyed was The Boys on Amazon Prime. Oh, that was so, good. Yeah, so it's pretty much a show about superheroes, but imagine if you treated a superhero almost like a reality star or like a politician where their image matters the most. <clears throat> excuse me, matters the most. It was really interesting.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Yeah. Eye candy throughout. <laughs>
0: Absolutely, Laz looks really nice.
2: <laughs> okay, next he said question. he buffed up for that. So. I,
0: you know, he seems to get better with age. Bye.
2: <laughs> oh, uh, oh <laughs> I can't,
0: mm, can't even. <laughs> okay, name one product in your skin regime.
2: Hmm. You want like the type of product or like the brand?
0: Um, both. Um, you
1: know, we talk about. Um, face
0: care or like just body care? Oh, face. Sorry. <laughs> i meant to specify that. Face.
2: Um, for me, probably it's Embryolisse and it's a uh, moisturizer. It's uh, a cream. It's a thicker, it doesn't feel thick, but like it has definitely kept my face. Cause I used to actually have dry, dry skin mm.
0: to the
2: point like it would itch. Oh, but, wow. um, I've been using that for a while and, um, it's good. I can't think of the name of my former face wash, so I can't shout that out. But, okay. Yeah, my face cream. Because it's almost like a uh, cold cream. It's mm-hmm. well. like, you know how your mom used to slather on cold cream at night? Yeah. And look at
0: uh, It's kind of like that. So. What about you, Kristen? You got anything? Yeah, special? I
1: have to say, you know, I recently got into cleansing makeup off my face using oil.
0: Really? Does that cream. work?
1: It does. It's like, yeah. it works really well. Works really well. And so, um the melanated bar. Um, they have a facial serum with rosehip seed oil in it and so it's just Mm -hmm. wonderful so I like put that on to take off my makeup when I just like feel like being really gentle around my eyes you know Mm -hmm. instead of like all the excessive rubbing yeah and then I also use that at night I love it
0: interesting
1: and also I'm just
2: now realizing and by now Mm -hmm. I mean like within the past few months or so That, uh, it's better for you. Like you're really supposed to take your makeup or take your makeup off and then wash your face. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Like I would just do, that will all be one process. Like I would to wash my face, take my makeup off. Like that was one thing not, Oh, let me take my makeup off. Okay. Hmm. Now let me use the face cleanser or face wash and wash my face. No, that was, I put them two steps together.
0: Interesting. I like it. I don't really have a skin regime. I sort of just like, I mean, of course I have a, I have really sensitive skin, so I have to use CeraVe, like the really bland stuff, looking for something. That's why I wanted to know what you guys use, but pretty cool. Pretty cool. Okay. So in all major cities right now, there's either a bike share, a scooter share, or now in DC, we have mopeds. Which one would you rather get around on?
2: Oh my god, my two feet. I can't. <laughs> right. I cannot. Right. I'm
1: like, do I have to pick? All oh my those god. things are annoying. Go away. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've also been hit while I was riding a bike before, so I don't get on bikes often
0: anymore. Are you serious? What kind yeah. of bike? Like a bicycle?
1: I was riding a bike in one of the shopping areas. Of Houston and this car, thankfully, it wasn't like a full force, you know, collision, but a car was just not paying attention and they were inching out onto the street. But since you're on a bike, it's like anything that taps you like that, you're just going to fall. So, mm -mm, oh
0: gosh. Oh, man. Well, I'll go with Moped. They're really quiet. Um, They just put them on the street a few weeks ago. They look cool. They're not you know, they're not swamped with mopeds yet, but, um, I, I try it out I try it out, but the scooters and the bikes are annoying because they just, oh, lay, uh, they lay them anywhere.
1: Anyway. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Last question. Do you have PMS cravings? If so, what do you crave the most? Okay. I don't
1: know if I have PMS cravings. Oh, okay. That's nice. I know Wait, that must
0: be nice I can okay. tell you exactly uh, <laughs> I, I don't
1: know if I have them but I, I will say I crave sushi, red wine and dark chocolate all the uh, time okay like, oh, also all time
0: seven, oh. so. okay nice <laughs> um mine definitely chocolate but chocolate with nuts so like uh, M&M's with uh, peanuts and um yeah just chocolate all sorts of chocolate any type of chocolate like ice cream sandwich chocolate um yeah all chocolate for me and salt well no I'm lying because salty too so I can have pretzels and chocolate mm.
2: chocolate covered yeah. pretzels. pretzels perfect yeah. Tanisha
0: what about you fried chicken
2: uh, salty snacks yeah so whether it's salty potato chips, um, salty popcorn, you know, I like mine covered in butter and salt. Salty popcorn. <laughs> bacon. I just like salty snacks. So, gotcha. Those are my weakness.
0: Awesome. Well, Krista, before we go, please tell everybody where they can follow you and Cubicles to Cocktails on social media.
1: Awesome. Well, they can follow me at Hey Park on Instagram. And then cubicles to cocktails. We
0: are on um, Instagram and Facebook at cubicles to cocktails. Awesome! Thank you so Always. much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank
1: Thanks for so having fun. me. This is fun, ladies.
0: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, we're definitely going to tag you when the episode is up.
1: Okay, definitely.
0: Love to spread the word.
1: Awesome. Have a good night
0: thanks for checking out the Sweet today guys you can follow us wherever you find your podcast and we love comments please leave some comments on apple Podcasts, and we love feedback please reach out on instagram twitter facebook or our email address swirlsweet at gmail.com cheers